Blog Talk Radio. Punny. <laughs> I'm so punny. 
So which one do you want to do first? They're both about five, six minutes. Um, we got two songs. We got Dirty Hands and we got The Ballad of Ernest Hurt. And I really think oh, we well, should probably do right. Ernest Hurt last. Yeah, let's let's do Dirty Hands first. Okay. All right, I'm going to go ahead and mute us. We'll go ahead and start that song. Yeah, that was-
Oh shit! So that was you deleted that us. was you. You deleted us. Thought, what? Thought we were. I thought we were going to do commentary over it. But that's oh, why. you did. Oh shit! I could do it again, and we could do commentary over it. And I, I had a bunch of shit to bitch about, but the pizza showed up. So. Oh, perfect timing, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. The so I just got confirmation. I, I just, just got confirmation from DistroKid that all of our songs have successfully uploaded. So I mean, a- anybody that knows me will know that everything sounded like shit except the vocals because I said that. But if you don't know, then the vocals sounded amazing. <laughs> Dude, I swear to God, when you listen back to this on, on the podcast, that's it on sounds crisp, yeah. crisp, crystal clear. Yeah, that's so, on these headphones. Yeah, well, not just the headphones. It's a cell phone plus the cell phones going out to your headphones. Like when I started using the landline, I, I realized like, oh, these phones really fuck up everything. Yeah. So because the landline was way better than my cell phone. So it's that the data is getting compartmentalized and well, you, yeah, uh, you can't compressed. you can't avoid you can't avoid the compression when you're sending packets of information. And even our voices right now are packets. Right. That's why it doesn't sound like the same thing when you're just so tiny and so fast that our brains don't recognize it. Right. But anyways, so for that song, like I love, I love one of the things that I love about the way what what you do to a song that I send you is oftentimes I'll have those little periods between the end of a chorus and the beginning of the next verse where it's just like me with a continuing rhythm, right? And there's nothing there. And and normally what I'm thinking is, okay, but it's fine because it's the anticipation for the next verse to start. And then you, when you send back what you've got, um, you've turned it into a turnaround. For those of you who don't right? know what a turnaround is, you want to explain what a turnaround means? Uh, it's pretty much a transition when you re when you go to the repeat in music. There's a section like, and it's letting and pretty much a turnaround is kind of cueing the other musicians that the song is about to go back to the beginning. Right. Pretty much. That's cute. That you, that's cute that you uh, say yeah. it that way. Like we need fucking cues. <laughs> Well, no. No, I say that because it is funny because, like, the way that we do this, we don't get that benefit. Isn't that funny that we don't get right? the benefit? No, we don't. Of jamming we have it to out, naturally fill it out as it comes. Yeah. And so, what normally comes is a cue, like the way you described it. That's true. Most musicians use these as cues. Whereas we use it as, no, here's where I can paint a little happy tree. I'm going to paint a happy tree right there. Right. Right? And then I get I get the thing sent back to me, and I go, holy shit, I didn't even think of putting a happy little tree right there. <laughs> For those of you, I'm using a Bob Ross metaphor, if you couldn't tell. But, it's um, stretched, but it's there. It's there. <laughs> but, yeah, no, like... Uh, 
That's interesting. I never thought of that. The fact that a lot of the shit that we do is usually the point of certain things in music was to bring the band together and like, oh, oh, I see what he's doing. Oh, listen, every time that happens, that's to tell us that blah, 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 blah. Whereas we do it just because we're like, that's why ultimately all musicians gravitate towards jazz. It's because the thing about jazz is they try to highlight everybody's talent who is there. Right. That's true. And so, and if one guy really shines, everybody leans on him. You know, that's, that's the thing about jazz. Yeah. You'll find the same thing. In, you'll find the same thing in of the, all the other genres. It's just not as prevalent. Right, which is why you had albums where they were named, you know, like the art. This is John Coltrane. It's like he didn't even write these songs, but because he was the dude that was the most powerful in the group, he could he could have anybody backing him up, and they would lean on him. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. That's why that's prevalent in jazz. That's why they don't have band names. In jazz, they have a single artist in jazz. <laughs> so, this is Miles Davis. Well, no, it isn't. It's Miles Davis yeah. and like 20 other guys. Yeah, but they're not yeah, a band. It's, it's, it's the 20 other guys that are like, yeah, we get it. It's Miles Davis. <laughs> right. We know what he wants from us. God, music is fucking interesting. So, anyway, so that song, I would say it's one of our, what, like a hard rock type songs? Oh, yeah. I wouldn't say, yeah, it's not metal, but it's it's hard rock. Um, and believe it or not, I wrote that. I wrote that, I think, before we decided to do what we do. Because I wrote that in the bedroom of the house we moved into after we left Vegas. And I was trying to find a band, and we I, we were jamming out some shit. Um, that was one of the songs that came out of that jam. Uh, another one that came out of that jam was the, what's the one that's got the major over minor? Um, oh, Transadelic. I don't know. Transadelic. I remember. Transadelic. I remember you. I remember the bass player you were jamming with at the time, and you were trying to find a drummer. Yeah, and the bass player like didn't have a car or some shit. Yeah, it was a pain in the ass. But yeah, no, I wrote this major over minor thing, which is uh, not. It's not common. Not, people don't usually use those types of melodies, but. Um, and I did it on accident just because it sounded good with what we were doing. And that's where Transadelic Blues came from, which was on our last album, or our uh, second album. But this one came about at the same time. We just have never put it on an album. We've been sitting on this song for fucking, oh my God, dude, what? I moved there 2010, so at least about seven years minimum. We've been sitting on this song. Yeah, because it's like one of the ones that like we showed each we showed each other a bunch of songs before we before we split up. 
And that was well, what do you mean before we split up? Because this was after I had moved. So it was after we split up. Really? Cause I, yeah, because I wrote that in that bedroom. I remember writing the song in the bedroom. Well, that was like cause immediately I tried to, after you. That, that had to have been immediately after you moved then. Yeah. Yeah, because this was yeah. one of the songs, I think, on one of the first CDs I sent you where I said, let's try it. Let's try making songs via just mailing yeah, fucking CDs. that's why I'm fuzzy about it, because it, it was right there in the very, like, like you said, yeah, it was there during the first. You and know, we have we been had, sitting we on mulled that over, put, We had mulled over putting it on the first album. We had mulled over putting it on the second album. Yeah, so it's been it's been put aside a couple times. Yeah. And it's not because we think less of it. It's just we didn't yeah. think that it complemented the songs, uh, the rest of the songs on the other two albums. And think of all the all the shit that we put aside that, yeah, we don't even oh show my each God, other. There's... Imagine all that. People don't even know how much fucking music we have set aside. It's insane the amount of songs that we have set aside. If they could see no. the picture of my desktop on a computer for, that I use for well, when, uh, when, I, recording, when I saw Jim the other full. when I saw Jim the other day, he he even mentioned that he was like, "Dude, I searched for us on the internet, and we are everywhere. All of us, all of us, and we all. If you search for." Well, like one of us, it all converges on us. And I was like, really? No shit. That's fucking cool. Yeah. What is, so, like, if he searches, what, his stage name, the dog? <laughs> the the dog? Um, No, uh, the, Seamus, the, the Yars. The dog. Lumen, Yars. Yeah. It's a inside band joke, uh, I guess. He, because he trails in right behind me, and I'm I'm like prevalent. Because I started just after you, as far as like going. Okay, well, I need some sort of fucking stupid fucking presence on the internet. Because at that right. time, the internet wasn't even a thing. There was no way the internet could help anyone. It was just another Wait, fucking you said showcase after? media. Wait a minute, back up. You said after me. After you what? You said, I thought you just said uh, that you got on the internet to have some kind of presence on there shortly after me. Isn't that what you said? You, yeah, yeah. You, well, you had dude, started, you had started with the Blue Vino, what year? In the, shit, you were in the 80s, weren't you? Oh, well, I was born no. in the 80s, yeah, born in 85. You were born in the 80s, so the, Blue Vino was on the internet before I met you because uh, I thought it up with yeah. uh, that drummer Josh. Right? Yeah. So so that that whole you know pervasive presence. You know, you had started yours before I started mine. And the funny thing was is nobody was putting those two words together at all. And you right. pointed that out well, when you like, were like, I'm going to go like ahead and google it. Why, that's why. That's like when you, when we when you talked and you brought it up, you you brought the name up. I was like, oh, that's brilliant, you know. And that's why I chose the name Duaglas Dax is because you can't find another one. So 
So right. if you send your email to Duaglos Dax, yeah, that's probably my email because there isn't another one. You know, I and if there is, one. if there is, it's somebody trying to steal my identity, which Godspeed. Well, or they, they heard my, it, thought it was cool, appropriated it. Steal you know, my that debt. I dare, I dare you to steal my debt, motherfucker. <laughs> Moron. <laughs> Morons. I should go ahead. Which, by the you way, that was another thing up, I was... You show up claiming you're me, they'll probably arrest you. <laughs> that's not... Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> not smart. Um, but, so... Anyways, no, yeah, like I was saying, that was one of the the first songs we've been sitting on for a long time. Um, I mean, we had this band name forever, and nobody fucking well, and, that, and that's one of the reasons I now it people out are of the, using out of the out of the ones we talked about like playing tonight, because I was like, well, Dirty Hands has been around forever. Out of all the yeah. songs that you picked, I was like, well, Dirty Hands, it it deserves it. It really, you know, you're right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Sounded like it's been it's been on the back burner too long. As if it's a bad song, and it isn't a bad song. It's just that with the albums we've had, you know, never really kind of fit perfect. But let's do let's do Ernest Hurt now. Well, there's six minutes left, and it's about a five minute song. And uh, there you go. All right, everybody, get ready for this. This is this is intense song. Intense fucking song.
Shit to say, but the fucking kids keep ambushing me with tequila. Right. Is another fucking one coming? Kid. Can we do another one already? Okay. I'll, I'll, I'm here. I'm ready. <laughs> oh, you going to eat the worm? Well, it's not mezcal. It's just tequila. Tequila, though. All right. God damn. We're going into overtime, but... Uh... There's nobody. I don't think there's anybody listening live. Or if I heard is, some thanks static. And, uh, some static came through on that one. Oh, I wouldn't worry you. about that. 
I wouldn't worry about that. It, it always sounds a thousand times better on the podcast, which is where most of our listeners are. They usually listen on Thursdays. It's weird. Thursdays is our popular day. But so I um, hope you all enjoyed that. That song. Yeah, we put a. We I put can't a lot tell you how it. many times I've listened that to that song. That one gives me chills a lot of times. Oh, re-listening the chills, to it. The, uh, I've gotten chills every from time it. I yeah. listen to it. I mean, like if you really you, sit down yeah. and you listen to that song and you know what it's yeah, about, yeah. It, it, it catches you. Like off here's guard, the thing: I think the first time you, you listen do to is it, you just got to throw it in. You got to throw it in when you're like cooking something or doing the dishes or when you're like distracted, and then you start like listening to it, and you're like, "Holy fuck!" <laughs> Well, once you well, here's the thing about that song. Once you know what the song's about, and you listen to it again, right? It's more. You get it, intense. right? You you'll you'll you listen to it and you get it. And you're like, oh fuck. If you <laughs> yeah, if you no listen to moment it in there, uh, yeah. Once you get what it's about and you get the story and you listen to it again, it's so fucking intense. It will make you fucking cry. Not maybe like bawling your eyes out, but it'll fucking make you well no, up. I, I'll admit, I'll admit it has made me tear up. It has. You'll well up. Yeah. You will fucking well yeah. up on that song. I have, and I'm a dude that doesn't fucking, I don't cry easy. I do not cry easy. It takes a lot. I mean, it's got to be fucking heart-wrenching. Like, for example, did you see the movie Up? Pixar. Oh man, up. yes. And not only did not only did I see it, but it was like highly recommended. The beginning of that movie. How the fuck Some did of, they make you cry in a minute? Say, a couple of my nieces and nephews made me sit down and watch it. <laughs> and you <laughs> and it, like, the first Why are you minute making me do this. The first minute. I was like, you're I like am not a curmudgeon. For one, I am not a curmudgeon, but I get it. I am a curmudgeon. <laughs> You are. <laughs> I am a curmudgeon. You, and I watched that, feel, and I teared up. You make me feel be- <laughs> better about myself uh, on a lot of times. I hate to say I'm glad I mean, I you can use me it. as a fucking excuse. <laughs> I don't hate to say it because I love you, dude. I do. I love you to death. But you are more... You're just I, like so much of a. You're so much of a curmudgeon. You make the rest of us curmudgeons look like okay people. Okay, <laughs> folks. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm with you. I'm so with you. I'm so with you. I know how it sounds. I know how it looks. And I still think I'm right. Fuck you. I'm right. <laughs> I I can still remember the first time I saw that word. My daughter had written it on the on the top of her. Uh, she had this hope chest, and she wrote it on the top of, the, of her hope chest. No curmudgeons. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, you remember that, don't you? And I was that like, I was like, why do I feel like that means me? And I was like, <laughs> you know, uh, well, you remember that meme I made? You remember the 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 Russell? My Jimmy's was popular. And I made the fucking mm-hmm. hedgehog with the furrowed brow that said, that really curmudgeons my Eugenes. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of Russell's my Jimmy's. That curmudgeons my Eugenes. 
and which is that's that's my speed right there. Is that really curmudgeon in my Eugene's? I tell you what. But uh, no, that oh, fucking song. Oh, they keep me shots. They oh keep bringing God, me dude. shots, dude. I don't know what to do. I can't stop taking you're gonna, them. You're gonna black out, man. You're gonna black out. I'm surprised. I'm su- I'm speaking in like real sentences and shit. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I really am. After the numbers because, that you yeah. told me before the show started, I'm surprised we're even yeah. having conversation. I'm I'm, but, I'm uh, Viking. <laughs> obviously, obviously. I mean, you have you have the fucking facial hair that that fits the description. So, um, yeah, you can track my 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 lineage to to the Dutch land, but I'll tell you what. Yeah, the Dutch land got raped a lot by the Vikings. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing people forget is like you can be Viking descendant and not be from an area that they're from because they went other places and raped the fuck out of everybody. Right. Well, like so. you, 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 you take you kind of take a little pride in your name because it comes right. From the I'm Viking French. Era I'm French France. Viking. Yeah. So, it's, which means that, that I'm that from the era where the Vikings. Like, oh, Raped the French Because that's like They invaded France After they had already conquered Like Denmark and Sweden (laughs) And all that Yeah So my name comes from when they raped France That's where I'm from Actually my name's a good My name's a good Dutch name You know But there's there's a lot of There's a lot of a lot of Viking Culverton. treachery in it. Hotchkiss sounds almost aggressive. Hotchkiss. Well, it's because my family made weapons. So, so you know mine. about those people. You know, so did yeah, mine. But, Hot, so, a gun, yeah, a so you understand. Gun. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't know if it's any good, but uh, I want one. <laughs> There's Hotchkiss cars. There's a Hotchkiss gun. I want both. I want the guns and I want the car. Give me the Hotchkiss car. I want it. They're rare as fuck, I don't, dude. I don't They're know. We we, we made swords, axes, and armor. You know. You know what's funny to me, probably, dude? That probably explains why I'm so fascinated with metallurgy and engineering. What do you mean? Well, just like... just. Uh, you know, they say your blood affects you. You know your lineage and stuff. Oh, right. The things that you're. You know. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Your species, your your uh, lineage, rather like, than your species. Your lineage was like, uh, doing certain a certain things thing most really of the time. Really fascinate yeah. me, and metallurgy is one of them. Metallurgy <clears throat> is one of those things like music. You know, music. I dived into. I didn't dive into metallurgy because there's. There's really not a lot of money on going on a television show and making a knife. Well, now there is. Now they got that show Forged in Fire where you can go compete. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you you get to make a knife on TV once, and that's your claim to fame. And if you're up against four guys who suck worse than you, that's cool. Right. right. And a, and a lot yeah, of times... I've seen, you know, we watched that show. The kids watch that show. I love that know, show. I think I think they just watch it because because of me. 
But I don't know. They, I mean, they, I love that show, dude. And I think it's but, a great but show. They, but they see how. But they see the 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 fault in it is a lot of times those guys. It, it shouldn't be a competition, and a lot of times those guys. You know, you'll get one guy that's fucking at a certain level that shouldn't be there, and and then they're pitted against two guys that fucking are at a decent level, and you get that one extraordinary guy. Well, I don't, yeah. I don't see your point. And I it don't shouldn't know what be a mean. competition like that. And then, and then how it's like fucking. What? Why not? Yeah, it's. Hey, I don't know. It's it's kind of hard to judge. Through the whole um, fucking I, competition, okay. because well, see, some, throughout because the some whole guys, com- some guys get bad breaks, dude. You know, you get you you fuck something up. In the middle of forging something, and you don't temper right, and then now yeah. because you don't temper right, you have to start all over from scratch. Right. You know, and and well, you'll honestly, see those dude, guys I that think are a like, lot of the people on that show it. they go through learning they start experiences all over from that they scratch, never reach a certain extent, and you're like, you know what? If this guy was just given a chance, his blade would have been better than the other blade. But no. you didn't. See, here's the thing, Scott. That what they're trying to teach these people is manipulating metal. When, like, because think of it this way: back in the olden days, you got metal well, yeah, out of I the ground. I get that on the fly, and you don't know I mean, the quality I of mean, it. We you got to manipulate we it anyway. No, we understand now where Damascus steel came from. It didn't come from ingenuity. It came from making steel out of what you fucking could, of what you what you had, making it out of whatever they, you fucking had. I thought they didn't know where the actual Damascus. They didn't. They didn't for a long time, but they understand now that how the how the the intricacies of Damascus steel came about, and it wasn't about fucking it was all about making steel out of whatever you had huh well i mean that's uh, ingenuity in itself use what you got yeah that's why that competition is what it is they're like here's the fucking uh you know ball bearing melt that shit down you know? and, and that's the it. And a lot of it is because a lot of those blades were made with because they had nails. Oh, we'll 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 make we'll melt these nails down and make a fucking blade out of it. Right. You know. The the and proof here nails, is that you're you're a skilled enough metallurgist that you can take well, garbage metal and you and form it. Yeah, you're reforging metal and knowing what can be reforged and what cannot be reforged. This is what you we know, do, Scott. Knowing this is what, no. what extent Scott. the metal has it has been expent has been expended. Yeah, yeah. This is what we do. This is our job with music. We take. We take formats. Oh, you're kind of glorifying it. There, you're kind of glorifying it. No, fuck it. you. We take formats that are abandoned and Shut we up, reforge them. I'm trying them. to be humble. I'm trying. We to be reforge humble. them, right? We reforge formats that people don't know about or listen to, and we turn them into something that's new. 
these songs we listen to today, um, they're new songs, but I would say they're new format. Right, we have those types. Genres. We have those types of discussions all the time. You know, that's that's our music. I mean, we that's what we about, do. We talked about it just the other day. You know, with Bleeding Hearts, how it came up in that fucking. Uh, it came up in some. Uh, you talking about the Progressive or, Ears Forum? The Progressive yeah, Ears the forum, for, the forum. Yeah, that's the they word said, I was looking they for. They said to me, forum, "Oh, and they oh, said sing it, was, it like this, they, though." They, this is their quote. They said, exactly "Sing it like, like this." Echoes. Echoes. Yeah. yeah, they said. Yeah, and it's not. And note what I for note, did, I did the same thing like you it. looked at. I did the same thing you did. I was like, well, yeah, it's got the kind of same format, but the progression is different, and this is different, and that's different. And I was like, all of it. The only different. thing the same is this little, this little niche. It's this tiny little niche is the same. Honestly, the only thing that's the same is the emotive. And and the and the fact that they caught that niche and that niche is there without us intending it to be there. Right. It's kind of complimentary. Uh, it's very I, I complimentary. Like, it's like, oh listen. really? You thought it sounded like echoes? Really? Listen. Really? Uh, here's the story because here's the story behind the that greatest song. I mean, if you if you told me a Led Zeppelin fan that their song sounded like fucking Stairway to Heaven, they'd fucking burst a load all over whatever camera you were pointing at wait, them. Wait a minute, wait a minute. They're, we're running out of time. Let me, hang no, on, no. hang on. Their cock, their cock or pussy would burst out of their pants and shoot sexual fluids everywhere. <laughs> Not just on Listen. you, just everywhere. The In fact every that they direction, said, even the, the direction that they are blocking, like the fact a shadow, that it sounded like, like think, that song. Like you think there Wait, would be a shadow of them? There'd be sexual fluids everywhere, and a shadow of them. No, there'd be no shadow of them because sexual fluids went. I will fucking everywhere. mute your ass. You if will I have not to. mute me. You fucking know how much I've had to drink. You were having fun. <laughs> no, but listen. It, that song, here's how it was written. I came home from work at a bar at about four in the morning, and I wrote it whilst getting drunk on wine. And I wasn't listening to anything at the time, and it spilled out. In-